Welcome to the Sincerely Satisfied Podcast. I'm your host, life coach, Jamie Wilkins. I help female entrepreneurs increase their connection to themselves and increase their gratitude to help them get the results that they dream of. Today, my guest is Meg Tilton. Meg is a certified life coach who works with women of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who feel trapped in motherhood by helping them rewrite the narrative they have about motherhood so that it helps them not just survive, but thrive in their motherhood. She is a firm believer that there are as many ways to do motherhood as there are mothers, and that the happiest moms are the ones that feel fulfilled in all areas of their lives, as well as in control of the choices they make about their motherhood. She is the mother to five children and one standard poodle. She and her husband, Greg, live in the St. Louis, Missouri area. Outside of helping LDS women find peace and happiness in their motherhood, Meg loves all things home decor, believes Dove dark chocolate is manna from heaven, and finds one of her greatest pleasures to be snuggling under a blanket on a rainy day and watching a good movie. Okay, I think that's hilarious because I definitely just had a Dove dark chocolate. Anyways, here is our interview about the importance of building community as an entrepreneur. Welcome, Meg, to the podcast. Hi, Jamie. Thanks so much for having me today. I'm excited to have you. So um, tell us a little bit about your business. Um, I'm a certified life coach, and I work with members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, women specifically, who feel trapped in motherhood. And the reason I chose to work with these women is because I feel like we really put a huge emphasis in the church on being good moms, but we don't always teach people how to be good moms. And um, I think I'm not a parenting coach. I don't teach you how to parent your children, but I teach you how to feel fulfilled and complete so that you can show up in your motherhood in the best possible way that you can. So... I have found that as I personally have done that in my life, as I have focused on the things that make me feel whole and complete, then I show up much differently as a mom and am able to be in that role in a much better way. Huh. I think that is a need that needs to be filled. So good work. Yeah, it is. Thank you. So how have you created community within your business as a business owner? Yeah, so I never set out thinking that I would ever be an entrepreneur. Um, you know, I went to college as at Brigham Young University and got my degree in um, veterinary technology. So I was a nurse basically to animals. Um, that's just, I, I loved it. I liked what I did. Um, I didn't have any aspirations of owning my own business but then I got married and had children and you know as you grow and become a different person in your life because of the experiences that you have and the things that you kind of really realize that you like I decided you know I want to have a business that I could stay home and kind of dictate my own hours and do something that I really felt called to do which was to help women so I decided to go I came across life coach coaching and I thought this is the perfect fit. I love it. And I went to the life coach school and the way that the life coach school is set up is that when you go, you're put into, you have trainings and then you're put into groups. And so it kind of forced a community in and of itself. The training was really kind of intense. And so we all were just like kind of leaning on one another to get through it. So 
the groups that they created for us kind of created a community, but I kind of became really good friends with another coach. And then when we, um, when, when we were done certifying and we had gone to the first mastermind, we were talking to a couple other women that had all certified with us. And I just kind of, I had this idea. I'm like, I can't do this on my own. There's so much unknown. There's so much that I'm going to come up against and I need support from other women who are going through the exact same thing. And since they're all life coaches and they're all working on the same kind of things that I am, I thought I need to kind of form this group. So actually six of us are all in a group together and we meet every other week over zoom. And, um, a couple of us actually coach each other every week, um, just on our own issues in life. Right. And that has just been a really powerful thing because I have not felt like I'm in this by myself and it can be very, very lonely and it can be very overwhelming and very intimidating and very uncomfortable, you know, putting yourself out there for people to scrutinize, accept, not accept, you know, and when, especially I think for women too, when you're trying to make money, that's also another really hard subject for women. And so just having that common ground has been really helpful. So that's been one way is really latching onto other coaches that are in the exact same position that I'm in. Um, when I first got introduced also to life coaching, I, in the life coach uh, community that I was in, under the life coach that I was studying under, I met a bunch of women there and we kind of formed a little group and we Marco Polo each other all the time. And it might not always be about business. Not all of them are growing businesses, but we're just kind of touching base and we have this common understanding and that's been really helpful. And then um, you started, Jamie, you started the LDS podcast, female podcast thing, uh, Facebook group. And so that's been another avenue of, commun of community. And so I think as many areas that you can kind of get into with people that understand what you're going through, it's really, really helpful because then you don't feel so alone. And I think that that's one thing that kind of transcends across, you know, the women that I work with in motherhood, motherhood can be very lonely and very isolating. And I think especially in today's society, that's true. I mean, you put on your Instagram and your Facebook feed all the happiness and then you go inside your house and there's big heavy issues that are happening either with yourself or with your family and we just don't really feel safe to talk about those and so I think in any situation where you're doing anything that's hard it's always helpful to have community around you. Yes for sure so two things came to mind when you were talking um, well a question that I had was how long have you been in touch with these groups that you've made these kind of informal and more formal groups yeah so the inform like the one that kind of formed um it's been actually all of them have been a couple of years so um the one where we're all coaches it's been since i certified in 2017 so that kind of didn't really form until 2018 but we kind of all knew each other and we were you know, in it together. So it's been several years and it's been great. So don't be shy to make a community that's there to help you and 
really just, I think the biggest thing that it's done for me is been like, oh, okay, I'm not the only one that feels this way, or yeah. I'm not the only one that's struggling with this problem, or this is totally normal, because you can think you're an anomaly in a lot of ways, but usually it's a negative way, right? So it's like, uh, I must be the only one that's never getting clients, or I must be the only one that's, you know, not able to start an email list or struggling with, you know, you name it. And really everybody struggles with it. You know, you have that community, then you, you realize that better. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to talk about was the, um, and that's how we know each other is through the LDS female podcasters group that I created two years ago. And I created it because I had a lot of questions about podcasting (laughs) and I was a pretty new podcaster and I just had a lot of questions. And I think what's been really cool there is that there are all kinds of different podcasts within our group. And so it, we've grown that way that we have exposure to other types of podcasts and it's not just here's me a life coach talking in my microphone, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but hearing different interviews. And one thing I know I have improved on a lot because of the group is my show notes because everybody there was kind of like, I'm not really sure what to do with show notes and this is what I do. And this is, and so taking from that and growing and, that is a benefit of having these communities. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. You, you get easier ways to do things. And if you can save time in some way, it's always helpful because there's things that you're going to want to pull your hair out about for sure. So, yeah. Especially in podcasting. <laughs> I feel like it's all just so new and I don't know. Uh, I've yeah. had all kinds of, you know, fun things come up. So yeah, always fun. Always something. So why is it important to foster these relationships in your opinion? Yeah, I think it's, it, it kind of comes back to the, what I think is a basic human need, which is connection. You know, um, we weren't placed on this earth by ourselves <laughs> and it, we weren't placed here by ourselves for a reason. Like we need one another. We need to learn how to connect with one another and have that uh, camaraderie, that love, that caring for each other, because that really is the only way that we can grow. We really do grow by helping other people. Um, and and it's, it goes along kind of what, what I said just a little bit earlier is that Again, like that's the same thing with motherhood. You need to have connection. When you feel cut off in any area of your life and feel like you're doing it alone, it is so hard. And it doesn't need to be that way, right? It doesn't need to be hard. But if we can connect, then we can go so much further than we feel by ourselves. Yeah. So what is an example of how creating community has had a positive impact? Well, I'm still at it. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I really do think that that's like one of the major positive things. Like I don't want to quit because then I would one, lose this connection with these women. And two, I kind of feel like they're counting on me as well to keep going to help them in their pursuits as well as my own. And so 
um, yeah, that's been the major positive. I don't know if I would still be going if I had to do it by myself because it is a lot. Yeah, it is. (laughs) So how have you created community using authenticity and gratitude? Yeah, I mean, I guess because I meet with these group, this group of coaches the most, I can most uh, best relate to that. Um, you know, we're recording this right in the high height of Black Lives Matter and this big social change that's happening in America. And, you know, the other night we had a talk, uh, we all got together on our call and it ended up being all about this issue. And uh, the thing that was so beautiful that came out of that is one of the girls in our group is uh, Latin American. And while she's not black, she is a person of color. She has had some, you know, instances where she's had to think and do things differently because of the color of her skin. And it was just really, she, she felt really comfortable opening up. I mean, she got very emotional and yet we all just loved her. There was so much authenticity there. Like we didn't have to try and she didn't have to try and be somebody that she wasn't. And I think that in today's society, we are so afraid to show who we really are because we don't want to be rejected or hated or vilified, you know? And um, so having these spaces where we can be totally authentic, I mean, you should hear the conversations we have when we get together in person. They're kind of irreverent actually, but they're like <laughs> really, but they're really real. Like they, we discuss things that I wouldn't, wouldn't never really think to discuss with other people, even some of my close friends, because we're able to be so authentic and be ourselves and not feel like we're going to get judged for it. Um, And I think in some ways that is an advantage of having friends that aren't in your like immediate physical location. Um, There is a little bit sometimes greater ability to be authentic because you're not interacting with them on a daily basis. And so you can be a little bit more real and know, at least for me, this is what I've experienced is that they kind of, they just welcome you and love you. And especially this group of women, they just love you exactly where you're at. Like I remember, (laughs) I remember one night we were all out at dinner and we were talking about, I brought up this insecurity that I have about singing in public. And I've always been told I have a good voice, but I've always been very self-conscious of it. And when we got on this bus, we had to get on the shuttle back to our hotel. They were like, you have to sing on the bus. And I was like, what? Like, I'm not doing that. But they all just cheered me on and I did it. And it was so embarrassing. And I was sure, I'm glad it was dark because I was like red in the face. (laughs) I did it. And I was authentic and they loved me for it right? They, they loved that I authentically tried to do something that I was really uncomfortable doing. And, um, and it really helped me later on where I was asked to sing in a church setting. And I just was like, I'm not going to be afraid of this. Like there's nothing to be afraid of this. I, I can be authentically me and be authentically flawed and it's still okay. And so I, that's just how these groups can be is they can push you and allow you to be more authentic than you might be in your everyday life. And that's a really beautiful, beautiful gift. 
Yeah, I like it. I really like your story as well. And I think that the cool part about your group is that you're kind of all vulnerable together when you're going through that really hard time and that bonded you and allowed you to be authentic. It, it You know, being vulnerable with someone in that kind of a situation, I think, brings down walls very quickly and it it, it bonds you very close. So yeah, I could not agree more. Vulnerability is essential, I think, to connection, right? You cannot be, I mean, I'm sure you've been around people who just seem like totally perfect and you're like, I just can't relate to that. Like, I just don't feel any connection. But it's when you're like, oh, they have struggles and they have difficulties and they have flaws and, you know, imperfections. And that's okay. That's like what makes them beautiful and what makes them relatable, it's just, it's an amazing thing to see because when I am the most authentic is when I'm allowing myself to be totally vulnerable. And when you get that returned with love and acceptance, it just allows you to be more authentic. So So the second half was um, about creating community using gratitude. Yeah, this is actually maybe a little bit harder one for me. I actually don't think I'm a great person at really focusing on gratitude. But again, this group, we often tell each other how grateful we are for each other and how much we matter in each other's lives and how we couldn't do what we're doing without each other. But, you know, just in you asking that question, I think it's just a really good reminder that we to be grateful in all areas for everything that everybody does for us, you know, and um, because that's another form of connection is being grateful. And I think sometimes it's hard to be grateful because we think, well, if I'm grateful or if I'm, you know, vulnerable, or if I show weakness, then I'm going to lose, or I'm going to not have things work out the way that I want them to, but actually the exact opposite is true right so and especially in business when you're I didn't mean to say this is like when you're with these other women who are in a very similar field we might have very different niches but very similar it can sometimes be hard to not compare to not uh, become kind of jealous or um, think oh they're gonna if I do this with them they're gonna take business away from me or you know, it it can be a little bit touchy, but if you really open yourself up to what they have to offer you and know that you're not in competition with them, that you're all just in this together, that there's enough people for all of you to help and for everything to go around, then it can be a beautiful, beautiful experience. Yeah. An abundant mindset. Right. Totally. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Meg, for joining me today. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm, it's always more nerve wracking actually on the interviewing side than on the <laughs> other side of the microphone for, some, <laughs> people for pushing me to my outside of my comfort zone so I could be more vulnerable. So I that. You are welcome. <laughs> I thought that was a great interview. I loved how Meg was really vulnerable herself and talked about how much community has helped her. So many times she said, I am not alone. And being in something alone can be so isolating. But because I have these communities, I'm still working. And the opportunities to be vulnerable have 
helped her so much. So thank you, Meg, for joining me. If you want to find Meg, you can find her at Meg Tilton Coaching in both Facebook and Instagram. You can find me at Sincerely Satisfied on both Facebook and Instagram as well. Email me at Jamie, J-A-I-M-E, at SincerelySatisfied.com. Or see the show notes for this episode at SincerelySatisfied.com. Have a great week. Be grateful. Stay authentic.